welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Crass. And... Rob Morphy. Holy shit, we made it. This has been a bumpy, fuck-sucking road here. <laughs> Do not curse it. Uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, don't. You're right. Listen. Listen, I right now, before we even started, not only did I turn off my network monitor, but I did like a like a weird little OCD where like I turned a stormtrooper, I moved a book, I pinched the... <laughs> oh, I pinched shit. The, okay. Yeah. I even pinched the nipples of my Baphomet statue. I was like, pinch, 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 please work. So I think we pinched his nipples. It's nipples enough. We're working. Thank you all so very much for joining us. Holy shit, it's been a long time. Uh, real quick, before we get started with this week's episode, all the COVID stuff aside, stay safe, stay healthy, don't fuck around, quarantine. We got some shout-outs that we got to do, boys. Are we, are, are we ready? Always. You, fucking yeah. All right, so before all this shit went down, we got a bunch of gifts. So we're going to talk. We're gonna do some shout-outs for our gifts. Uh, the wonderful artist, Brett Manning, that is brettisagirl.com. She sent us an awesome Grampus picture. So a bunch good. Of, Tons of cool stickers, tons of cool art. So thank you so very much, Brett. And that again is Brett is a girl dot com. Yeah, we're all, we're um, still we're still fighting over the tidbits, but it's yeah, brilliant. You know. Yeah, I kind of wished I would have grabbed this shit before all this happened with the quarantine. So, but I didn't. So Chris has it all. It's okay. He can. Live ah. the, he can. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can that, live the glory. That's that fine. was a broken villainous laugh there. <laughs> it, it was. It was pretty broken. Uh, also, too, Chloe Walden from Starships and Flowers on Etsy. She sent us the cutest goddamn little little this little tiny painting of a little oh little tiny God. little tiny spaceship. Yeah, I want to oh, believe yeah. it was so dope. And, and also some cool uh, some cool stickers and shit. Thank you so very much, Chloe. Thank you, that Chloe. Is, uh, Starships and Flowers. Uh, our buddy Noah Cappadocia over there at NC Leatherworks. Holy shit, he made us hats. Yeah, Jesus and, Christ. And beanies and shit. And so my God, boss. they're fucking dope. Yeah. Um, they're art. What's that? They really are art. It's beautiful. It's astonishing. Oh, totally. I'm almost afraid to wear anything because it's so nice. It's like in a venerable place right now where I can look at it as we speak in my office. Yeah, yeah I've been rocking I've been rocking mine the whole time. So there it is. Wearing that shit, making it work. Uh, and again, Thank that you, is Noah. No, Noah Cappadocia, NC Leatherworks. If anyone's interested in getting anything that he makes with our name on it, just hit him up. I gave him full permission. I said, hey, dude, you can sell our shit. No big deal. Hit it up. We're all good with that. Uh, and also, too, oh, speaking of a beer crack in here, yeah. I am currently currently sipping on uh, an East Brother Beer Co. Uh, Bow Bo Pills, and that is from our, our buddy Lay over on, the, uh, uh, over on the West Coast, sent us some brews. Which dope. is super dope, and uh, yeah, it's actually super tasty. I kind of yeah, wish that I had more. The dills. I know I'm. Yeah. I'm just finishing up mine, and I just opened my second one. And my cooler in my office is not a grocery bag full of stir fried vegetables that are slowly losing their frozen status. <laughs> Except yeah. that completely yeah. is my pod cooler right now. But it is good to be back with you, motherfuckers, talking. Finally, the three of us haven't spoken in I don't know how long. At the same yeah, time, it's been about a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, unfortunately, we, uh, you know, obviously our, our listeners know that we're all recording remotely, so it's been a little bit of time to get here, and uh, yeah, you know, we had to work the bugs out. There's still bugs, but yeah, we're you still trying and, to figure you, it you out. You and Chris recorded some stuff. You and I have, uh, Mark yeah. and I have recorded a couple of interviews. This is yeah. the first time the three of us have been able to get together, and I'm, you know, it is sort of like the new normal, but I'm just stoked to hear your voices and, you know, throw back a brew and to get back into it. I just yeah, missed totally. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of the episodes that we recorded, uh, those are available on our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash podcast. Holy shit. Thank you all to everyone that's been contributing over there. It's a fucking, it's been blowing our goddamn mind. Thank so you thank so you all. much. Yeah, absolutely. So very much. It's crazy how many people we got happening over there. Speaking of that, we're going to, before we get started here, we got some Patreon shout outs to do. So we're going to get them done. Uh, we're going to start here with um, Mitch Griffiths. Thank you so very much, Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, Chloe Walden. Hey, what's up, Chloe? Hey. Thank you all so very much. Again. Um, okay, I, I think this is CK Ultra or Cultra, I think. I'm pretty sure that's what it just says, CK Ultra. And I don't actually, know like a, a takeoff on MK Ultra, maybe. Uh, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that she follows us on Instagram. And if I'm not mistaken, she was recently married before the whole quarantine thing happened. So, oh shit! All right. But that's yeah, the case. Is, congrats! Yeah, congrats. If this is the correct person, congratulations. That's that's super awesome uh, on on the marriage there. We got Rudy Rudy Alvarez Jr. What up, Rudy? I talk to him on Instagram all the Rudy. time. Uh, we got Michael G. What's happening there, Michael G? Michael uh, G. See, Anthony Penna. 
uh, Rich Belcher. Supersaurus, Supersaurus Rex. What up, Supersaurus Rex? Dope. You talk with him on the Instas all the time, That's awesome. too. Uh, our buddy Steve Poppy. What's up, Steve? It's happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian McClurg. Oh, that's Daniel, great. I can't help Daniel but think Sean. of Troy McClurg. <laughs> famed actor of Simpsons Yore. Nice. Uh, Daniel Sean, Dakota Glover, Dakota. Neil Graham. Uh, Content Control Podcast. Our buddy Chris Woo! Ball, his podcast. Oh, what up? Uh, Robert A. Walsh. What's up, Bobby Walsh? What's happening? He's a buddy of mine. Uh, Julian Pereira. And uh, James Ruiz. So thank you all so much. Oh, my so God. You much. guys Perfect. are the kitties titties. Thank kitties, you yes. so much. Helping us all through this tough time and, you know, enabling us to bring more content to you guys. But you, you're, you really you make it happen. It's up to you. That's why this is like a communal effort. I mean, it's the three of us and all of you. It doesn't get done any other way. Thank you all totally. so fucking much from the bottom of my heart. And because we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks, we have like a backlog of shout outs that we got to do. So uh, so if you haven't heard your name, don't worry. It's coming up, I'm sure. We're just trying to work through the backlog of people here that we got to shout out. And, uh, and again, that is patreon.com slash podcast. All right. So we are back together. We are ready to do it. Let's get started this week with the story as I bring it up on my phone because i don't want to launch my computer email because i'm afraid it will undo my spell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and i'm gonna have to fucking start repinching fucking baphomet nipples over here so this week oh, i'm burping so bad this week we are talking about the speedy bum and the silver flyer are you guys ready Classic. yeah all right in the fall of 1967 at the height of point pleasant west virginia's notorious mothman flat a family heading for a get-together in the titular town bore witness to what seemed to be a pair of bizarre beings who performed inhuman feats that not only defied rational explanation but may also offer a heretofore unexplored explanation as to the origin of the infamous entity I mean, you know, know, we normally do this in person and I'm just here alone doing it, but I can feel your eyes on me just displeased about how I read that. But you know what? That's okay. Listen, it's okay. This is, um, um, this is some psychological thing that Peyton was just telling me about. What is it? Uh, contra adverse self alignment or something. I said it completely (laughs) wrong, but you cognitive, uh, cognitive, not disassociation. Oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, she's going to be so mad at me when she hears this. Whatever. It's cognitive misrepresentation. You think we're hating on you when, in fact, I'm only mildly disappointed. <laughs> well, there. you know what? I'm glad. No, I'm just kidding, dude. You did phenomenal, you fucking only, idiot. Come on. I'm glad I'm glad you, I could only God, mildly Jesus disappoint Christ. you. It took me All seven right. and a half minutes to still not get it right. But here's the thing. We're, we're planning in. This is a little spoiler alert. Um, in De- in December, in uh, you know commemoration of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, we are planning on a Mothman month, and it'll probably actually be a Mothman three weeks because there's a lot of things to cover. But we always have to do our Christmas pod because, of course, there's always some evil at Christmas that needs to be acknowledged. Well, but yeah, this is one of those side stories that I stumbled across that just delighted me, and and so this is just to whet the appetite for the weirdness because when we do cover Mothman. Obviously, in the first week, we're going to cover the basics of the of the legend, and we're going to get into injured cold, and we're going to get into other subsets that happened of of weird shit that Keel touched on, and other people have reported on since. But this is one of those glimpses that came out after the fact that might actually, as was mentioned in the intro, shed a light on the whole thing, or might just be one of the tertiary fucking you know pieces of psycho paranormal madness that was going on around Point Pleasant, but with enough ado, let's get kicking with this. While the Mothman has a permanent place at the head of the table on Point Pleasant's VIPE, that is very important paranormal entities list, the fact (laughs) remains that during the 13th, I know. (laughs) See, this is what kills me. I couldn't see your faces when I did that. Don't you know exactly it. the face I'm making. <laughs> I do know. I do. And, and you know what? It warms my heart just to know it exists somewhere. All right. Get back to the paranormal entities or the whatever. The fact it is. remains Jesus Christ. that during the 13-month span between November 12th, 1966 and December 15th, 1967, numerous belief-defying beings made themselves known to various locals, leaving them both perplexed 
and terrified. From grinning ETs and poltergeist-like manifestations to men in black and sinister shadowy specters, Point Pleasant and the surrounding countryside served as what Mothman Prophecies author John Keel described as a quote-unquote window area, a place where the veil between our workaday world and another vastly more bizarre plane of existence has worn to the point of near non-existence, allowing things from that strange realm to slip seamlessly into ours and presumably vice versa. Oh, but, see, this is the stuff I like right here. This is the stuff, Rob. Right? I know, it's the juice. I'm doing it for you, buddy. But of all the eccentric entities that made their presence known during that strange and ultimately tragic time frame, two of the most mind-blowing have to be a pair of entities that were spotted just outside of Point Pleasant on a chilly autumn afternoon in 1967. It was reported on Thursday, May 8th, 2014, on the Phantoms and Monsters website under uh, an article titled Humanoid Incursion Reports 8, which is just, just this nondescript way of just cataloging it, and God bless them for doing it. And, and so dur- during this report, an anonymous eyewitness came forward with a sighting every bit as mind-boggling, if not more so, than others that had plagued the region. Not being from the area, the young observer was apparently unaware of the then near hysteria inducing Mothman sightings and therefore did not associate the odd figures that he, his parents, and brothers encountered with this ongoing flap. And that's an interesting thing to note because oh. he's not talking, even though you'll, we'll see where it goes, and it has a definite possible i should say mothman analogy um that's not what this dude was thinking about he just saw some crazy shit when he was a kid and is retelling it so like they're they're like in the area but they just like don't know that it's happening well here's the thing they and and i'll get to this in a second they were making what was apparently a fairly long road trip to point pleasant for a get-together um so they might not have even been from West Virginia, for all we know. I mean, it might have no. been a two-state drive. It gotcha. might have been from the other end of the state. Who knows? Who knows how far? And he was a kid, so maybe his parents you know, just weren't exposing him to these stories. And if you're just a few towns away, maybe you don't hear him. I can't explain right. why, but he, he, it, the first thing that popped in his head, if he was in the thick of it, would have been Mothman, but it didn't. I know it sounds weird, but it'll make more sense when we get into this. The anonymous eyewitness who came forward with the story was a child at the time. According to the witness, his parents were driving southbound along a highway, probably Route 2, on the West Virginia side of the notoriously monster-infested Ohio River, on the way to what he referred to as a quote-unquote private event in Point Pleasant, when he caught sight of something out of the corner of his eye. Real the, quick, quote unquote, yeah. private event sounds suspect. No, it does sound. It sounds like is it like the <laughs> well. Mason Cabal, or is it just like a little soiree? Is it fondue? Was fondue if you're going in to a, back if, then? Well, it, yeah, I mean, it could have been anything. If you're going to a picnic, you're going to see I'm going to a picnic. You're not like a private event. This well, sounds well, weird. Maybe it's like a birthday party for a relative or something. I'm just putting it out there, man. It sounds fucking weird. That's all. It that is sounds odd, fucking wait. weird. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to defend Mark on this. I mean, maybe it was with <laughs> retrospect, but no. you say I was going to a family dinner, a picnic, a birthday. You would say any of those things. Would you? We were attending a private event. In Chris, it, exactly. Highfalutin. Just like you said, they were highfalutin. Dude, they could have been highfalutin. If Chris tells me he's going to a private event, I'm like, what kind of fucking creepy shit are you doing? Like, what are you about a private yeah, what, event? What kind of eyes wide shut fucking get yeah. your dick wet, wear a fucking owl mask shit you got going on, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Yeah. What, what well, do you got going it, on? First of all, it's not owls. It's cats. Fair enough. <laughs> true. That true. just makes sense. <laughs> fucking get it together. All right. All right. Just wanted to point that out. Just, put, just putting that seed out there. You're a seed. <laughs> 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 the fuck? Oh, I miss you fuckers. I know, right. I miss you guys too. And route to a private event. The young observer claimed that his posterior had begun to go numb due to the long duration of the ride. And when he shifted position, he glanced out of the window and spied what he referred to, and I quote, as a bum running along the thin stretch of woods nestled between the highway and the riverbank. The boy described the man sprinting alongside their car as, again, quote-unquote, wearing a brown flannel shirt and grubby 
baggy brown pants and a brown hunting hat with the ear flaps down. Vintage mid-60s bum. (laughs) Grubby pants. God, does he have headlights? Or taillights? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you mean like, like uh, bicycle reflectors? The, the bike reflectors. No, bike reflectors, yeah. yeah. Oh, I assure you, this guy will be hanging out with the hobo with the bike reflectors. Astonishingly, the man managed to keep pace with the vehicle. In the witness's own words, I checked the speedometer. We were moving at 35 miles per hour. I kept looking at him, and he kept running alongside the car. Then he turned and looked at me. It looked like he was wearing old-style welding goggles or old-style motorcycle goggles. They were brown frame circles with bright red lenses. Huh. All right. That is kind of strange. All right. So, I mean, he's like, uh, I guess, alternate Earth 37 Barry Allen or something at this point. He's just well, got the like he's got the de rigor, you know, train hopping hobo outfit with the grubby yeah, pants and all, right. the ear flaps down, scruffy beard, but he's got these sweet old motorcycle goggles with red lenses. And he's right. booking. Seriously so, booking. He right. has like the equipment for it. Like he's prepared. He's got his red goggles so that the wind doesn't fuck his eyes up and shit. So all right, cool. All I right. mean, he clearly knows he's capable of these great speeds. Like you say, those those goggles are a clear indicator. Because that's not, you know, de rigger hopping the rails. You know, you need your your bindle, you need your, you know, your bum wine. You yeah, it's not typical. the things you need. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. That's not usually something that you make it a point to have. Yeah, it's not bum protocol. <laughs> Apparently not. (laughs) I don't know what bum protocol is, but I don't think it's in the handbook. The astonished boy was staring in awe when the rest of his family finally noticed this mangy man with extraordinary stamina, according to the observer. He kept up with us for several hundred yards until a wide bend in the road moved us apart and I lost sight of him. About two seconds later, my brother started yelling about the man. He's flying. Look, that guy is flying. Whoa. The original eyewitness, however, disagreed with his sibling's interpretation of the situation, stating it wasn't the same guy. (laughs) Fucking idiots. (laughs) All right. Okay. Duh. This one was in a silver suit with wings. He held his arms up by his chest. I don't know how he was controlling his flight. He shot straight up out of the woods, then leveled out and headed towards the east. He had red eyes, but not like the running guys. The flying guy's eyes glowed very brightly. He flew behind a hill, and that's all we saw of him. Huh. All right. So you've got... uh, So he sees a silver hawk. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Huh. All right. While the child witness may not have been aware of the Mothman phenomenon that was running rampant throughout the region in 66 and 67, to those encountering this report decades later, it seems impossible not to associate what the boy interpreted to be a winged, silver suit-clad man with brilliant red eyes as the paranormal come cryptozoological creature described by numerous eyewitnesses at the time, a.k.a. the Mothman. Mm. Still, to give the devil his due, or in this case, a frightened family their due, perhaps their daytime sighting afforded them a clearer view than many of the terrified night owl observers, and that the Mothman might literally have been a human being dressed as a moth, utilizing technologies that seemed far in advance of the era. Oh, like a supervillain? It's just another clusterfuck that comes to us from mid-60s oh, no. Point Pleasant. Yeah. But to me, this could really be a monkey dick in the works. It could. It's funny that, like, I can see why the family might have associated this guy's running. He's got red eyes. He disappears into the woods as they make this bend in the road that pulls him away. And all of a sudden, boom, shoots right up. Yeah, it flies out. Now, if he was wearing, like, a tight silver bodysuit, like, sort of like literally mothman from the tick or something beneath this, his like yeah. raggedy bum clothes i mean the bum clothes <laughs> might have just been a front that might have been a his alter ego some way to like hide out and then he shoots up into the sky and that's his like I, I protector fucking garb i can see where maybe there could be some i mean if you're going to believe a, a a human being can keep pace at 35 miles per hour with a car with no problem why can't it be the other guy? But the kid seemed convinced, absolutely convinced. Oh, fuck that. That's another dude. So maybe right. this was ground control. <clears throat> uh. 
But equally compelling, he was just as convinced that it was a human being in a silver suit. And he never once mentioned his association with Mothman, though how do you not? Bright red right, eyes, silver right, suit, right. wings, humanoid yeah. in shape. Huh. And that's just one of literally hundreds of sub reports that kind of get lost in the in the in the fallout of the more extraordinary happenings like the Mothman himself and Men in Black and Injured Cold, all of which again wait for december we're going to do a serious breakdown but this is just one of those great side stories that came out years later that it, well, what fascinates me is that this puts a whole new patina on a well-worn phenomenon in a lot of ways well, mm. well, I mean, well yeah i mean it it kind of ha- it opens up the possibility to it being something completely different which is, uh, I'm sure this theory could go kind of either way, whichever whichever way you want to take it. But if uh, so, are, are like let's take it from like a, like a window area. If we're saying that for some reason at this time, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, was just some weird window area where, you know, you've got the Mothman, aka the fucking har- the harbinger of doom, and then you have all the weird paranormal shit that's kind of surrounding it. Like, is it and that, is it that and, all this and, and that for the record? And I'll just interject this really quick. It's absolutely what Keel felt. So the theory you're espousing now is the yeah. theory that was espoused by the main chronicler of those events. So you, that's you always, know. yeah, that's always been kind of my take on it was that maybe this is just some weird, for whatever reason, you know, uh, thinning of the veil and that all this shit kind of pops through. This shit may be all connected. It may not. I mean, we all know Indrid Cold, like the story of that. He's just kind of there. Like there's not, I mean, there is obviously a connection because of the location, but if you really try to tie him to the Mothman, like there isn't really much happening there. Well, it's it just gets, that they happen to be in the same area. Difficult. And this is where... Um... I guess I'm going to have to credit you for insisting over and over that I, I start watching Hellier because I was not aware, and this is something that absolutely more research will go into. I cannot speak with authority, but I was not aware of the book called The Secret Cipher of the Youthnots, wherein allegedly Indrid Cold was interviewed or at least somebody that knew him. I'm, I'm going to be speaking out of school a little bit because, you know, I, it was just mentioned briefly in an episode and then I did a little bit of, you know, Googling, but not balls deep research yet. But right. but the whole supposition is that it, the whole flap at Point Pleasant was in some ways an SOS call by a certain group of paranormal entities who were being threatened by another group, which adds a whole yeah. other patina. So. If injured cold was represented, was representative of the victim side of this group, and these right. other dark maleficent entities were coming in, and all this crazy shit's happening, and to human beings it seems like, oh my god, it's ghosts, it's a fucking, it's a cryptid, it's it's crazy men in black that at that point look like swarthy and squinty eyed and semi human and semi robotic, you know, the really old school men in black that 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 we see as all these different phenomena that seem you know to culminate in some terrifying events and 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 then in an ultimately tragic event while to a more knowledgeable entity from another realm this is just like a fucking smoke alarm this is like a clear set of cues now again it's going to take a lot more research to get into there but if that's the case is the is the speedy bum and i did not name this this is actually what the guy who made the report called it um and the silver flyer be they two entities or one are they part of the people that were under assault are they part of the aggressors is there something crazy going on because all of a sudden you have to start looking at it with the potentiality that that people just saw the surface the batshit crazy surface of what was really like it could have been like the equivalent of operation paperclip like a war bearing down and trying to steal the (laughs) fucking the key people out before they fucking the enemy got them first yeah, uh, that's and again with the Mothman, that's kind of one of the things where it depends on which way you're going to take it. Depends on what story you go with. You know, there's obviously people that are like, "Hey, the Mothman is just a cryptid." Other people say that it's something paranormal. Obviously, with the Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts, that kind of goes way deep into some other stuff, which is where I kind of like to go and play around and research in that uh, area a little bit. Uh, and yeah, Hellier obviously, like you said, has a lot of really, really interesting injured cold. Um, um, uh, tie-ins. So if we are dealing with, um, yeah, I, I guess if you're going to say that, okay, the it's a thinning of the veil or it's this other extraterrestrial 
situation happening. You have all this fucking crazy shit popping off, you know, every which way that you look. So is it really a matter of kind of categorizing stuff to figure out where it fits? Or is it just, it's almost like an unsolvable puzzle where you can't really fit things in almost sort of harkens back to uh, like, like the Casablanca entities. Right. Where, where you had this kind of, I mean, granted this all happened like in an afternoon, uh, this weird mishmash of shit just kind of happening together. So, I mean, I, I guess that's, that would be like one place to kind of start with it, but I'm not even sure if it's startable. Does that make any sense? No, I, I do know exactly what you mean. I think, first off, that analogy is extremely valid, except that fucking Casablanca was like all point pleasant in a day. You know, yeah, just it was like the all crammed into like <laughs> yeah. a three hour span yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was a garbage plate of just shit. Oh yeah, yeah just, absolutely. Yeah, just continuous weird shit. But it's it's just so bizarre that with Point Pleasant you have so many weird disparate things kind of happening at the same moment like it's there's almost too much where it's like is it connected is it not it's almost like it's too much to be connected but it's so fucking weird how can it not be connected right i i'm desperate to find new handles on it because even though even though you know i've done the breakdown i've written the articles on the actual mothman series of events that you know are basically just eyewitness encounters with this creature that have lasting uh detrimental psychological fallout after them um and 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 that all of course leads up to the silver bridge collapse and we'll deal with that at the time but you can you can really desperately try to look at it as i did when i first approached it from a cryptozoological perspective and then you can really try to open your mind and it's harder for me to do but still intriguing and look at it from a paranormal or supernatural perspective which right. it really seems to fit more comfortably into that realm. And 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 there's def so many different ways to experience all of this. You can be a rationalist and be like, of course the government's interested. If there is a place where dangerous things are happening and there's an entity that that might wield power that can be militarized somehow, then they will send agents there to try to figure it out. Or if they think there's like a spy ring or something in West Virginia and they don't want these, and, and they think all this crazy shit is being used to mask Cold War shenanigans. Who the fuck knows? You can, you can put any fucking um, look on this you want to take it from, but... But 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 everyone's valid, I suppose, from whatever angle you want to take it. I'm more interested, I guess, in trying to see it from new perspectives that haven't been seen. But we're going to save that shit proper, the big discussions for December. For the purposes of this, yeah. let's treat this like, like there is no Mothman. Let's treat this like it is what this kid saw. It's a speedy bum and a silver flyer and yeah. try to figure out... What the fuck is going on? Is there any way? Let me throw this question at you guys. Is there any way uh, an individual that seems to be able to to run at speeds and durations, you know, exceeding like the greatest Olympian, regardless of if he looks mangy, he could still be beefy as shit. I mean, he could be buff as the dills with an eight pack. So who knows like how he's built? But it's still, it seems to be in excess of what humans can do. Is there any possibility that this entity? Assuming the story is, of course, real, the the, the speedy bum, this I shouldn't even call him into this man, speedy is bum. not associated <laughs> with the thing that shot up from the sky. Is there a chance that are two separate things and like the speedy bum startled the silver flyer from his fucking nest? <laughs> and he was like, ah, well, fuck. yeah, I mean, why not? If we're going to assume it's true, then why not? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is that you could very well be dealing with two completely separate things that just happened to kick off at the same time. I mean, like you said with him scaring somebody, you know, the silver flyer out of his nest. If if this dude was just booking with his grubby pants, <laughs> like along grubby the road, happened to, I mean, happened to get, get near him and the guy's just like, fuck, and he fucking takes off. I mean, it almost sounds like a weird, like, steampunk version of The Flash or something Doesn't like that. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, that, it really yeah, it does. Absolutely yeah, does. Yeah, like, Cause my first thought is like this is dueling mad scientists living in the fucking the woods of west virginia outside of point pleasant like this dude's trying to break the fucking speed barrier either through like mechanical legs or who the fuck knows and the other guy's like no i'm gonna fly i'm gonna fucking fly and like it's randy yeah. and jeff 
and Randy's got the legs and Jeff's got the wings. Randy and they have been fucking at each other for fucking deck like moonshine feuding, except with fucking super science, but backwoods super science. It actually sounds kind of that fucking dope. Like they're like a they're like a local feuding like hero and super villain where like they just kind of go back and forth like you're saying. Like, oh yeah, it, it's, it sounds it's a, fucking awesome. It's a weird steampunk Marvel DC crossover. It, it's oh, there absolutely you go. Totally, that. Yeah, it's it really steampunk is. Flash versus the fucking Vulture. Oh, oh my god! Oh yeah, that could totally. I was trying to think like like, like DC wise, like what what is there DC wise for fly, for dudes with the wings? There's like. Was it like like Firefly that's I think fights Batman right? Is there, yeah, there's, 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 there's definitely really some flying dudes. I mean, I mean, there's Vulture's a perfect analogy because he builds his wings. Uh, right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe if this if this dude, like I said, is just booking along and scared this guy, and the dude fucking took off. I mean, but again, we're assuming that people have the ability to move at thirty five miles an hour and or fucking take off in a silver suit with wings. Neither yeah, of which well, really yeah. is a possibility, I don't think. But well, like, no, we're going under the assumption that it, that all this happened. Okay, all right, true, true. Sorry, I was yes. trying to, I'm just you know trying to come so back if to, it happened, to reality. Then it had to happen. And that means that either. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Wow. Well, I know, I know, I know that's a cluster of nonlinear logic. I understand. Nostra, Nostra Rob ass. If Thank it happened, you. it had to happen. Ergo, <laughs> it happened. It happened. So if it happened, and indeed it did happen, all right, then all it's right. either human beings who found a way to achieve such a thing or non human entities. Or human beings that made deals with non-human entities, be they demonic or extraterrestrial, Deal. to utilize technology <laughs> and or nefarious power caches. I don't even know how to call it. Oh, yeah. How, no, how that's do you get power, power from caches. a demon? Like they hide a little power cache, you access it, and suddenly you got I, speedy legs I with your I don't pants. even know... I how to explain that one. Don't but. even know what you're going for there, but I put the, Are, the little power cache sounds kind of. And did you empty Christ. your cache? Aliens would be giving you tech. <laughs> demons are giving you little caches of power. That's but all, dude, man. if the aliens it's and the demons. If the aliens and the demons are the same thing, man, then it's all just the same tech under the same umbrella, dude. Are right, you so oh. saying it's diabolical tech? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. I mean, it could be I like mean, Doom, where it's like it's it's hell and space at the same time. Right. That's true. Do you say Doom or Dune? Doom. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think that, that that works for Dune. You don't work for Dune. Okay, first of all, I've been... <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. Oh, I missed this. I've been playing. I have been playing Doom Eternal the entire quarantine, and I've just been throwing my controller near tears, looking up walkthroughs, looking what at guides. What mode are you playing it on? Uh, the, e the easiest mode possible. Uh, yeah, and it is kicking my fucking Doom, Doom ass. Games are hard. It's, like historically I love it so much, hard. Though. It's dude. I swear to God, Doom Eternal is like a fucking platformer game. Like there's so it, many amazing. crazy jump puzzles. It's so dope. There's a so, lot of jumping. Yeah, there's a ton. So, um, all right. So, so yeah, possible hell or space thing happened. But, but you know what? Before we get too far into this, let's just real quickly take the uh, the skeptical. What could this have been that may have possibly been misconstrued? Does anybody have any ideas? Um, a, a guy hunting a heron. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what? No. He's not. You know what though? He's fucking not far off. Because I was thinking the same fucking da thing. Dad that's never it. fixed the speedometer. <laughs> Seriously. So it's locked yeah. on thirty-five, even though he's only going seven and a half miles per hour because he's driving yeah, through like pristine wetlands and he just wants to see the view so this this bum quote unquote not my not my word uh was making good time but not in human time and as he right. dashed into the forest and you know he used to ride a bike it was his thing he keeps it around it protects his eyes who the fuck knows you don't want to watch skeeters in their eyes he shifts right. into the woods startles the heron or the crane yeah, or whatever. It, take, it takes off, and there it you go. It shoots off. The kid's like, oh, man. All his brothers are like, he's flying now. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah. But what happened? This is what happened. Speedy Bum isn't watching where he's going because he's focusing on the car. He's really feeling like he's getting some speed. He runs headlong into the crane, 
goggles bounce off, roll up onto the crane's neck, fall down. So it looks like it's got these glowing eyes at its chest, which looks like its head. As it flies up out to get away from said speedy bum, the sunlight catches it, making it look like bright red eyes. And it's just scary crane and homeless guy who lost his one heirloom that associated him with the happy days of his youth. I oh wow. I mean right. technically it's still it's more feasible. Yeah. <laughs> technically, yeah, yes. It is. <laughs> it really is. God damn it. Really, it really is. Oh shit. I mean, you know, uh, if you're a young kid and you've never seen a herring in the fucking thing herring. takes off. Right, none of us are saying right. I I think it's a heron. You know, right? I'm sorry, I, I know I, I misspoke. Eddie, a herring, Eddie called herring me out once when I called it a Huron or something once. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you just fucked it up bad. You called it a Huron, Mark called it a Herring. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know we don't know birds. We're not ornithologists. Yeah, I don't even know what a fucking ornithologist dude, there's is. There's herons dude. all over here. Okay, Are there? So, really? Yes. Are you actually I've seen herons? I know. Yeah, I'm, dude, no, listen. I'm just being. I'm just being defiant now because I'm every time I see a heron and I'm almost forty years the old, heron? I seriously. Jesus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> heron. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just heron. agree and call it bird a, from now on? Yeah, let's just call Every it. Every time we see a, it's a heron bird. Why it's can't a, you people not say it? It's a fucking heron, god damn it. I always yeah, thought they were it. Eurons. I know. Eurons. It's not a Huron. That's a Native American clan, I think. That, that, that's a tribe, first of yeah. all. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Man. Every time I see a heron, I get a little fucking excited because I'm convinced it's a pterodactyl, okay? Well, yeah. That's my own little fun time, okay? I'm like, oh, look, it's a dinosaur. The sad part is, Chris out. saved us. He initially said crane, and I could have just gone right with it. No, but I had to here. go down the goddamn dark path. I know. Oh. <sighs> As a kid, though, if you see that, you're going, you're not. If you have zero fucking uh, point of reference for what that bird is, that heron is, then you're gonna, you might mistake it to be like, holy shit, that thing is the size of a person, because they are fucking enormous. So yeah, they're big. There's a possibility there. As far as the dude moving, I was kind of trying to figure out a way. Like, is there somehow this dude could be moving? Um, whether he's like on a bike or if maybe oh, like, some, in, like in the reeds or something. Yeah, exactly. Like if he had like a fucking sweet dirt bike and he's just like, or like a, oh, you know what? A mini bike. My dream of a fucking sweet mini bike. If he's just nah, 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 I'm cooking on That's this true. thing. He never once said the, the, the kid I witnessed that he saw his legs in a blur of speed. Exactly. So, so it if, if it's a with reason, one of those little shitty, like waist high little mini bikes. Yeah, they're, they're not shitty. How dare you? They're amazing. I, I mean, you know, one. in the best way possible, shitty. Yeah, I used so to love if them this too. Dude's, if this <sighs> is like a dude hunting on a mini bike, and actually the goggles would make sense because if you are on like a motorcycle, especially back in the day, can't have bugs I think in the your whole, eyes. The, yeah, I think the goggles were like more in fashion. You know, obviously now everyone has like you know fucking helmets of visors. Wild and ones, shit. dude. Yeah, classic. Yeah. So if this dude's on his fucking dope ass mini bike and he's just cooking along, hunting heron. Or herons. Oh, don't just stop! Fucking, don't, don't fucking Jesus Christ! <laughs> you all. You're all. You said it right the first time. I know. I just said it for Rob. You. St- <laughs> so it's not heron. No, it's a heron. 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 Kind of like how you say vogue, and it's really vague. Yeah, you're I, like it's very vogue. It's not I, vogue. It's I say vague. vague. It, it, dude, vague. It's vague. Wait, are you saying when I say vague, I'm saying it wrong? Yes, it's vague. You, 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 you normally see Vogue. I, I've never said Vogue. <laughs> oh, God. You anyway. Liars. Listen, you, you, you guys can't are say liars. Vague. We're not. You're the one that just said vague weird. Say vague. Vague. Exactly. <laughs> you have some weird thing that you put in there, and I don't understand well, why. Well, it's not Vogue. I know fucking that much. No, anyway. I'm so this God. dude listen, this dude's cooking this dude is cooking <laughs> yeah, Wagner. This dude is cooking along on his fucking mini bike, hunting birds, or I mean he might not even be hunting. He I, I just think it was an accident. I think he ran dead yeah. up into it. His goggles go flying off his head. One thing leads to another. But th- but you asked for a rational explanation. I'm not saying that's what I think it is. That right. was my best stab at a rational yeah, explanation. That's it. All right. Well yeah, I so th- and I think that's it. I don't think there is another one. So you're going with the the guy on the mini bike and the heron? I mean, as far as a rational one, like there's no what else right. could it be? Well, no, yeah, no, nothing speaking. else really makes sense. Because if he was on a on like a mini bike, because it is smaller, and he was just like on some trail or like even like the side of the road near like some bushes or something, you're not going to see the bike. You're literally just going to see a dude from the waist up moving fast because mini bikes I are just, fucking mad like, small. What are the odds of just seeing 
a hobo looking guy in a mini bike just crash into a fucking heron that you don't actually see. <laughs> I mean, and then it fucking flies off and it looks like a silver hawk. Yeah, I don't really think he had to crash into the herring. He he might just may have like scared it and it flew away. I mean, oh no, he fucking... crashed into the herring. <laughs> God, I mean, if he crashed into it, he would just kill it. Like herons aren't like that sturdy. Like if he if he hit it, How, it would just. And fucking... you know this, oh, heron God. master. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. On the fucking weekends, I train herons. How about that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah heron right. king. You're God welcome. damn it, guys. Heron <laughs> <Aaron> king. <laughs> Trapped in cages and whip them. Uh, whoa! Hey, for hey, your amusement. Hey, it's me. Hey, hey. hey. I'm a dog. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, Rob. Okay, so that's what we're talking about as far as like possible fucking real life shit. Uh, you know, anything uh, supernatural, fucking aliens, whatever. If we are talking about the thinning of the veil, which, of course, would play into the whole Point Pleasant, West Virginia Mothman situation here, where the thin got, the fucking veil got thin and shit got weird. Maybe you just happen to be looking at, you know, some some person from an, another world, another time, another existence. Maybe more than one person. Could, like could I said, Mothman I don't think have they're been uh, a core? Could it have been a Mothman core? Who's to say it was just one? Different different people in different places fulfilling oh, different jobs. All right. Cool. You know, they've got the bright eyepieces, so it looks like they have glowing eyes. They're they're flying men, you know, but the armor is as such that the sightings right. are so fleeting, they're misinterpreted as birds and or gargantuan moths. And, 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 and as far as uh, core, you're talking, you're talking as in like the Green Lantern core, exactly, correct? or the Marine Just Corps, so our like an organized yeah. group, a unit of of Mothmen, and and maybe they're there as, as opposed to all the nefarious shit. And the whole idea, which I'm still a little dubious on, to be honest, that they are some somehow or it is somehow an oracle of doom, just because something tragic happened, and then people put their focus on that, understandably. Rather than on some sort of fly-by-night, literally phenomenon, um, I, I think I think maybe it got a little overhyped in that it was all geared towards that. But we'll deal with that at the proper right. time. What if this was like a group from this other dimension of of, of men and women that were designing, uh, you know, or, or maybe it's their job to like keep the veil intact, if you will. Maybe when these window areas show up, these things are there not to be harbingers of ill shit, but if they don't do their job, ill shit will creep through and happen regardless. So they might be the saviors. The sweet, sweet Mothman Corps. Yeah. Maybe I, not. I, I, probably not. In fact, almost I, certainly not. <laughs> I but like I'm just the saying, idea. Why can't we just look at it from a different perspective? If it is a dude, and that's the thing that I'm trying to like look at it from. The kid saw what he was sure was a man. Right. His arms crossed over his chest. Flying, eyes illuminated, but that could be some sort of, uh, you know, old-timey infrared. Who knows? Maybe the sun was going down. If if he really saw a guy in a suit, that really changes the dynamic of what the Mothman is. It is a man yeah. dressed as a moth rather than a moth-type entity that vaguely resembles a humanoid. Yeah, no, I... I... Uh, yeah, you're correct on all points there. I mean, yeah, no, a failed superhero. It's a, yeah, basically, yeah, or some weird interdimensional fucking team of people that kind of show up like, oh god damn it, gotta go to work today, and they fucking you know they get in their shit and they show up and they got their fucking moth suits. It's kind of like me getting in a, in, a, in a fucking Tyvek suit to go jump in a tank and you know unplug a pipe so we can pump shit. Exactly. Like, exactly. Okay. Like the I'm, dirty yeah, work that keeps society yeah. going. Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm what keeps the shit pump that going to the river. Like I block the shit from going to the river. So in all I'm, fairness, you know. and 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 now I'm being kind of serious. I mean, I know we're all having a good time, tongue in cheek here. But if there are places where, again, the window areas of Kiel, the the veil goes thin, the whole whatever you want to describe it as, where things can crisscross, that kind of contamination, both culturally, intellectually, who knows, bacteriolog bacteriologically, any manner of things could be really dangerous. Not only from their take our world but us to them and so if if there are people on our side that are just like prepared to deal with this because they know it's a problem <clears throat> or on the other side you would think if there's any kind of bureaucracy if there's any kind of governmental management they would be like all right we got to fucking get in here quick and put the kibosh on it or at least right. mitigate the damage 
That would be the first. Yeah. I mean, our government would absolutely, if this shit is real and they knew about it and they could find a way to predict it or at least sense it by reading Geiger counters or who knows what right. meters would show it, they would send a, te- a crack team in there immediately to try to mitigate whatever damage and whatever fallout that could occur from weird fucking things creeping through. Right. So you don't want like uh, like an interdimensional like UTI, basically. Well, yeah, sure. Well, right. yeah, makes sense. Or yeah, a man-eating perfect. fucking fuck all that's a yeah. spider squid. You know, it could be yeah. just it could be basic like the mist type shits, and it, and then it could be like more subtle, like whatever. You just don't even maybe want knowledge of. I don't know, like Super Hitler and how well he did in this other dimension, and you don't give people ideas. Who the fuck knows? All right, yeah. Well, I mean, we got a lot on the table, Christopher. I'm going to turn to you. What are you thinking? For- what the hell is Rob doing? I don't know. Well, I'm reaching into my sweet cooler of fucking stir-fried <laughs> the- frozen vegetables. <laughs> Was that your fucking the crinkling of your bag? bag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is my cooler. Uh, you know how much the mic wow. picks that up, don't you? Right. Uh, he, well, he I think we're care. all going to have to live with the amateur hour element. I'm doing the best I can. I appreciate you and your efforts, and I think that this will get better. We will tighten it up. This is a new technology that we are trying to work with. We will make this work for our listeners. Back on point. Christopher, what do you think that we are dealing with? No fucking idea. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that you can participate. No, <laughs> like, what do you say? There's not enough there. Like I said, we covered it. If it's real, then it's a fucking guy on a mini bike, <laughs> and a, spooking and, a fucking heron. <laughs> and if it's fucking not, then he's either a fucking superhero, okay. and decided he had to save the day, and turn into his. Super ego, heron, the silver heron, or whatever. Uh, now I think heron. he's just bragging on how easily he can say heron. A heron no, or a heron? Just, not... See, I oh, can't man. say it, man. <laughs> I... <laughs> Mark, you're no why? one to talk, sir. Oh, why, are, why are you being so vague? <laughs> oh, okay. oh my god! Don't make me use saucery on you, sir. Because I will, exactly. I will saucery the most fuck. Alfredo spell on your ass. Oh, Dude, God. sauce it up. I will bechamel right. the fuck out of you with so sigils. I think, but yeah, so that's that. All right, so I mean, are, are you going with my idea of the dude on the mini bike spooking the bird? I mean, that's that's okay, the real cool. that's the All real right. answer. Right. Or, awesome, you know, or it's just a, a cosmic hunt. Oh, well, that sounds good. Tell me more about that, the cosmic about hunt. It. Oh yeah, no, no just, what's a cosmic hunt? Yeah, no, I want to know. Is the bomb I mean, a he, bounty hunter from another dimension yes. sent oh, here to kill he, a Mothman? Is he like Boba Fett? Well, I don't know if it's a Mothman, but it's clearly he's hunting the the winged, whatever it is. So how do you dismiss? Then it's just a cosmic. Uh, When that's the most sci-fi best theory we have so far, how are you going to just throw it away like you didn't even fucking care? Is he a Mandalorian? Please be a Mandalorian. Just who, give, wait, Mark a, give Mark a fucking bone. The guy in the money, the guy, the hunter is the I mean, Mandalorian? Yeah, is he a Mandalorian? Yes, he's a Mandalorian, right, cool, Mark. Awesome. Woo! Sweet! <laughs> yes. He's got fucking pistols and fucking whatever else. He's got he's, a jetpack. He's training clones on Kamino. All right, so oh. if it's not the Moth Corps, then that would make more sense. If these things do show up and they end up being nefarious, despite my uh, speech moments ago suggesting that maybe the Mothman gets a bad rap, or the moth woman, hey, who knows? But fucking true, but, true. but if these things do show up and nefarious shit happens when they do show up, then there would be specialized hunters that would be sent from whatever realm is more familiar with them. Just like a the Kyle McLaughlin film, The Hidden, where he becomes like a human, but he's really a ball of golden light and he's trying to kill the super slug that's crawling its way through people and loves heavy metal and Ferraris. Anyone remember that movie? Tell me some of you remember that movie. No, I, I was I do not. I, I was thinking more like I come in peace. Right. No, the Hidden with Jack it was directed by yeah. Jack Shoulder uh okay. in in the late eighties, eighty seven maybe. Right. And uh starring Kyle McLaughlin and other people. I don't know okay. who watch it. It's a really fun movie. Other it's, people. It's, it's a super fun movie and uh All right. And, the, and this guy could have maybe just like taken over the body of some random railroad hobo and, and amped it up with all its sweet interdimensional fucking super skills and popped on his goggles to protect his eyes and give him all those sweet readouts. And he's chasing this 
super criminal that goes from dimension to dimension causing trouble. And maybe it's just a dude in a sweet suit. Maybe it is a monster. Maybe it's a combination thereof. But to, to trip on what Chris was saying, yeah, super sweet bounty hunter, red-eyed hobo, the speedy bum versus right. the silver flyer. That's all it. All right. Um... All right, I think I'm just gonna go with that. It's the thinning of the veil, and then no, maybe that's we're the just beat shit. Yeah, but what does that mean? Someone's gotta fucking. Someone's gotta take if, it. If the veil someone is has thin, to fucking take just, the stance. But what does that mean? Though? What does that have to do? Seeing, exactly. You are just exactly. seeing shit from a different time and place in space and area of existence. I really, I oh mean, I'm, I'm along the lines of Keel. You guys know I'm a big fucking John Keel guy. Yeah, but- if for some reason at this point in, in history at Point Pleasant, West Virginia, if shit just got super fucking weird for no reason, it doesn't make any sense. There's got to be something behind it. Something is a force that is pushing this place to have all this super fucking weird shit. Now, is it Indra Cold and his fucking brothers and sisters and kids and shit doing some weird fucking SOS call by dropping a bridge? Fucking, I don't know. But there's a ton of weird shit that happens in this little tiny town in the tiny bit of fucking space that we have there. All of a sudden, everything goes fucking nuts. So maybe this is fallout. Maybe this is just something that happens in the side for no fucking reason. This is like the fucking atomic blast. This oh. is getting pushed back by something. So wait, you're, you're just throwing this off as like, this is just the random shit that happens on the periphery of Although, genuine madness. With, of some weird fucking supernatural event. Yeah, but that I really doesn't, think that, but that, that doesn't be. give any impetus. I mean, at least Chris has given us bounty hunters, and I'm giving us dueling redneck fucking scientists, and we're yeah, throwing no, some I, shit in there. What, what, what are you bringing to the table? I'm bringing nothing other than that it's some weird <laughs> fucking fallout. I'm bringing yeah. you. Come on. What do you think I'm, I'm going to really fucking nothing. bring? I'm bringing uh, nothing, dude. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm serious, though. I mean, if, if you really dig into like a lot of Keel's work, especially like, like, uh, like was it Super Spectrum, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it was like like super spectrum. If you dig into a lot of that shit, it's just kind of like a fucking. It's like an atomic bomb effect where there's just like there's a, there's a bomb, there's a hit, and you get radiation fallout, and this fucking weird shit happens. Well, For according whether, to Keel, all these fuckers are ultra terrestrials, and they're only existing to fuck uh, with the minds theories, of the kids yeah, in the car. Exactly. Well, that yeah, was exactly. that was his you know core right. theory in a lot of ways. Right. You know, I like so, Keel as a chronicler. Yeah. I think he's fun. Uh, but I think he oversimplified and a little bit of a hypester, but I really do enjoy his shit. Um, yeah. But, but I, I dig know, what you're saying. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to feel like it is something like it's, it's dueling superheroes or it's a bounty hunter and it's prey or it's who knows what, just something, right. you know, because damn it, everything needs a mythology. This fucking I, hobo with the sweet, sweet yeah. goggles deserves more than a mini bike <laughs> and a regrettable <laughs> incident where he runs ass, ass to face into a fucking bird. Oh, yeah, well, God. I mean, he goes nuts. Possible. He goes nuts to butts with the, with the fucking heron. <laughs> well, maybe he's Good. fucking hammered. So, I don't know. I mean, that's my take on it. It, it. it could just be the fallout from all this fucking weird paranormal bullshit. And and again, let's not forget that a fucking bridge was dropped in the process. So No, no one you know? forgets that. No one forgets that. But in just some saying. ways, I, I don't know if that's really the climax of all of it or if it was just one of those grand human disasters of supreme tragedy that just distracts people as it should. Because when everyone, oh, point, you know, yeah. when you know somebody or you know somebody who knows somebody, it's a small town. That should be where your attention goes. But to, right. but I think the tie-in is maybe a little bit false in that um, you just don't <clears throat> give a fuck about a Mothman anymore. That's sort of a silly, fun thing. It's not silly and fun for the people that see it and are terrified. But the rest of the town, it's sort of like, yeah, it's creepy, but it's sort of just like a carnival sideshow thing. And then a right. real tragedy yeah, right. happens and you're distracted. So I, I, I think it's sort of a forced climax and not necessarily not necessarily tying in the way a lot of people think it does. Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, you know what? There you have it. That is our take on the Speedy Bum and the Silver Flyer. Thank you all so very much for joining us for this episode of the Kryptonaut Podcast. It is great to be back with you two. Holy shit. Oh, God shit. damn it, dudes. Hey, I miss you fuckers God. so much. No, nah, I know. I miss you guys so it's much. The only time stuff. I saw Mark, God bless him, when he dropped off Noah Cappadocia's hats and a pile of Genesis for me, and he was standing like 12 feet away with a yeah, fucking yeah. scarf wrapped around his face under his hoodie, like a fucking yeah. American terrorist with a low flung <laughs> Yankees hat. He's like, hey, dude. I'm like, 
Hey, dude, it's good to see you. It's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, we're pot in a couple days. I just thought you should have some beer and a nice hat. I'm like, you're you're the best. Yeah, actually, I, I that was the same day that I, I I went to pick up Chris to go uh, do our our fucking pandemic shopping because I like even though that there's no central buses going, I won't let Chris take public transportation. God bless you. So you're a good so man. I, I, right. I I brought him shopping, but it's the same thing. <laughs> He looked at me at one point. He goes, "You look like you belong in like, in like an Adirondack terrorist group." It's true. Oh, it, you know, you are definitely like in a local militia, quote unquote, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I obviously I I provide I I have I had some masks that I gave everyone, but I've been just using like my baklava that that I normally wear like in the which winter totally and makes you look like an outtake from Red Dawn. You are oh, C. Yeah, Thomas yeah. Howell. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because yeah, we no, I'm, live here. Yeah, I'm literally in the mountains with my AK-47 trying to take America back from the fucking communists. So God yes, bless you. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, you know, and thank y'all, obviously, thank y'all so very much for oh. all the support and fucking. You guys are like the best listeners ever. We're so fucking. You guys are so awesome. You and mean the world the, to us, honestly. All the all the comments and messages and emails and fucking everything on the instas and the twitters and the facebooks. It's fuck. It's so encouraging. It's fucking so awesome that everyone is. And we are going to do our just best. Backing us. To get less sloppy as each of these goes on, yeah, well, yeah, probably more. But. Yeah, well, part of the problem that That's we okay. all are kind of experiencing though is that we're we've literally potted together since 2012. That's so true. Every Friday or Saturday or Sunday or whatever day we're potting together, we are literally three people. Rob is always over to my right. Chris is always over to my left, and we can literally read each other's body language so perfectly that we almost know what the other person is going to say. Now, all of a sudden, we're isolated in our fucking crypto bunkers trying to do this shit remotely, and it is fucking yeah. hard because we don't have any, like, physical cues or anything. But we're getting there. It's not like we can't do it. We can. Oh, we and are. depending... You know, you know, we are. And, and depending on how long this fucking bullshit goes on for, I mean, this might be, you know, the new normal for a little bit. But, you know, hey, here's hoping that maybe, you know, shit gets better sooner than later. It's but, bound you know, to. Yeah. Yeah, Either hopefully. way, it's fun, and I hope it was fun for for our listeners too, because yeah, totally. I, I needed this just to talk shit with my boys and yeah. throw a few back, and I mean, it made Friday normal again for a little bit. I know it really did; it definitely did. So, thank y'all so very much for joining us. Uh, the instas, the twitters, and the facebooks hit us up there. Hellerspace.com. Oh shit! As a matter of fact, Hellerspace.com today. Uh, we launched uh, with T in in uh, with help from T Public. We currently have a uh, charity fundraising campaign going on. If you go to hellerspace.com, the first uh, the the last two T-shirts that we put up, the first two that are available, the uh, the Heller Space uh, Alive, as I call it, where it's us in our kiss makeup. Uh, that T-shirt and our Plan Nine uh, Kryptonite T-shirt. Those two T-shirts are for sale, and they're going to uh, charity. The charity is our local Cuyahoga County uh, Meals on Wheels program for local seniors here. So the T-shirts are twenty bucks a piece, and when you buy them, eight dollars of that twenty goes to our local Meals on Wheels. Mm -hmm. Right so, on. We're just trying to figure out ways to like give back to the community and kind of help out a little bit. And T Public, um, you know, our account rep hit us up with that and was like, "Hey, do you guys want to do this?" And we're like, "You know what? This is a fucking great way that we can, you know, help out. People can buy shirts. The money can go directly to Meals on Wheels. It's a great way for us to just kind of help out a little bit because obviously it's a fucking it, the situation out there sucks no matter what you fucking do. So we're just trying to give back whatever we can because we're you know we're in we're in, we're in a good position now. And we're just trying to fucking help out our community. So do that. That is hellerspace.com, uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. One dollar is a shout out. Five dollars is a shout out and some bonus bonus audio. And boy, do we have some bonus audio for you. Mm -hmm. Robert, yep. uh, Robert and I had the, the opportunity to talk with um, <clears throat> Mr. Nikolaus uh, Cox, and it was quite possibly the most intelligent thing that I've ever done. Yeah, no, it's it was exciting. He has it was really cool. Yeah. a rich, beautiful voice. Uh, he's a handsome lad, and he is supremely uh, awesome. So yeah, if you want totally. to learn a lot about speciation and how things actually happen and then tie it all in with uh, the cryptids of the Solomon Islands, boy, oh, it's boy. It's super cool. You have found the right pod. And we also yeah. had a great conversation with Rob Christofferson. Um, yeah, from the uh, Our Strange Skies Our Strange podcast, Skies podcast yeah. which was phenomenal. Because yeah. not only did we really get to talk fun smack about all sorts of extraterrestrial encounters, but he had a face-to-face -face legitimate 
possibly cryptozoological, possibly paranormal encounter. Totally. And we got to pick the brain of a live action eyewitness. And that was super duper fun. So thanks to Rob and thanks to Nick. Those guys were great. And uh, those interviews are on Patreon now, I believe. Uh, yeah, and also too, uh, Rob and I did the humanoid series part three. The Rob, the the uh, yes, yeah, the, yeah, the New York the edition. Part, yep, New York, the New York edition, mm. and that was uh, was uh, who was the author's name again? Uh, Albert Rosales, right? Oh yeah, the the great, yep. yeah, the, the great the Albert collector. Yeah, yep. we went through uh, some of his. Uh, I think it was. Uh, 65 to 2016 and picked out some key New York stories and it was fun yet. No, Albert Rosales is just the man. And then before all that, Christopher and I got together and talked about a lady who may have thrown her baby off of a bridge and is haunting somewhere. So check that out. Hmm. possible (laughs) so yeah there's a bunch of stuff on patreon check it out thank you everyone that supports over there it means the world to us that's gonna do it thank y'all so very much and we'll talk to you soon (laughs) that's right oh man everyone knows okay real quick guys everyone knows that when i hit stop recording to not hang up because our files got to upload right right we do know we do know awesome also, I'm going to say, say this to the listeners. Um, if there's, I can't promise you we're going to do them all, but if there's something you particularly want to hear, um, what's a good way to let us know, Mark? Uh, email us at cryptonotpodcast at gmail.com. All right, do that, and and you know maybe we'll we'll tap on some of these and we'll just hammer them out and have broad-based discussions and just have a good time. There you go. Thank you all Perfect. so very much. And I'm talking to you soon. Goodbye, Bye. friends. Stay safe. Be well. Know that we recognize you as the motherfucking best listeners in the free fucking world. Or if you happen to be living under a dictatorship, you too. Heller space. Wow. Okay.